0: Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast, from the team who bring you the most honest, trustworthy, and impartial reviews online. Featuring interviews with the hottest independent designers, as well as some of the biggest brands in the world of lingerie. Ever wondered what it takes to launch a new lingerie brand? We get inside tips and advice from the founders of brands we all love to wear, and maybe a few you've yet to discover. We've reviewed over 500 brands on our website, and on this podcast, we like to find out more about the people behind the labels.
1: Hi everybody, my name's Katie and welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. Here at Lingerie Lowdown, we love to do all different types of reviews about all things to do with lingerie. But we also do this podcast where we have a space to talk about our own experiences with lingerie, our favorite things. And also we get to talk to lots of different brands and learn about all of their histories and journeys. Today I'm talking to Posey. Posey is the founder of um, self-titled Posey uh, Lingerie Company Um, and we're going to be finding out a little bit more about the luxury lingerie that she offers. It's all beautiful and it's all made in the UK. It's also very ethical. There's lots to cover and I've also been very lucky and had a set sent to me and I have reviewed that as well and you'll be able to catch that later on um, as we release it um, today actually. So, Posy, very hello. lovely to have you here. Hi, hello.
2: That was a
1: lovely intro. Oh well, do you know what? I've been doing lingerie lowdown for I don't know how many years. Um, I've been doing it so long. It's been it's such a lovely role. It's such a great thing. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy it. And I think this is a complete tangent. But when I was little, I used to put, I. I used to pretend I was a presenter and I used to do I don't know if it was a certain kind of age thing but I used to do things like I'd play on Microsoft Word and I'd have a headset and I'd pretend to be like somebody talking and then I used to pretend to have like a cookery show um so I was I'm the youngest out of three in the house and there was a big age gap and I think that I had to occupy myself even though I did you know have really good relationships with my siblings I was just a little bit too young to ever be on the same kind of wavelength so I became very good at making up my own little games and um a laundry load down. I literally that's all I do now is because I'm at home and I talk to the camera and we have a little chat and I do the review and I think and I think gosh I think I used to do that from childhood so it's just, <laughs> all, it's, just yeah, it's a very funny little job but it's it is lovely and it's very intimate even though we don't you know we don't go live apart from you know in podcasts like this it's actually really sweet because we're in our own home and we we're, we're just yeah reviewing the items that we get sent so so, yeah, I've been doing it for so long, it just becomes quite natural, really. But yeah. thank you for the compliment. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am so excited for today. Um, yeah, lingerie is so gorgeous that you've got. Um, I was really happy to be reviewing the Meadow Bound set. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, but, yeah, like what kind of – what was your journey? Because I had a little look. So, you started off as – was it De uni. And that's kind of where your journey started about like being really creative. But also you kind of came to understand like more about how you wanted to create things. And, and that kind of brings into the ethics of, of it all. So it's not just luxury kind of without thinking about it. There's also a really considered approach that you've got um, to your brand, too. So, yeah, tell me tell me your journey. I'd love to hear it.
2: Yeah. So it probably started at college. So I did an art foundation mm-hmm. Um. I always wanted to be a fashion designer Um, but I got given this knicker making kit for Christmas and I started making knickers and I would always draw women in lingerie at at college and my teacher was like you do know there's a course that you can specifically just design lingerie Uh and he was like and you're like far more guaranteed to get a job than if you go into fashion oh Um, wow So it was kind of like a really natural progression. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as soon as I saw the course, I was like, yep, I'm going there. Like there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to do lingerie. Um, And yeah. And then when I was at university, um, we did a module on um, like an essay. And it was how can the fashion industry be truly sustainable? And that's when I really started looking into like the ethics sustainability um and there was this documentary i watched called the true cost oh okay it was so emotional i was honestly i i was crying my eyes out at how these like seamstresses Mm.
1: like the uh, exploitation of it
2: yeah yeah it was just horrid and after that i was like okay this is the next dimension of what i want my business to be Mm -hmm. um and i always had that in like in the background, because I was brought up in Glastonbury, which, oh, really? if anyone knows Glastonbury, oh, very yeah, history. yeah, yeah,
1: I love it, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so, um, I think that was a very natural part of, like, who I am as a person, of course. yeah, so, yeah, it all just kind of, like, intertwined, I guess, and then I left uni, and I was, just kind of went straight into, um, like, business, so mm-hmm. I joined a business incubating programme, so that I could learn that side of it, mm-hmm. so, Yeah, like, there's all these different things. So like, how you find a manufacturer? Mm -hmm. How do you find suppliers? Like marketing, like all those bits that you're not taught about, you're just Mm -hmm. taught about how to make the garment and like how to design. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow so so much to unpack there um what I noticed on your website I'm just gonna get back I've actually got all the tabs up and stuff one of the things I really liked and I I did this in my in my review as well um was just how you said that it's ethical lingerie made in the UK and it was for free-spirited bohemian rockers of the world and then what was the other bit that I really liked as well there was oh for women that um yeah, that, that stands out from the crowd, uh, and strong determination and care for the planet. And I thought, first off, I love that, and it's something that I would also inspire, like be inspired to be and aspire to be as well. And um, but I thought this is this sounds like autobiographical. And now that you've shared a bit, particularly as well, like you said about the Glastonbury, I'm also from a town which has like a big alternative scene and very hippie scene as well. So I, mean, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I oh, was So, yeah, I'm so I'm really in tune with that. But I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds like you. it's come from your heart and it's come from your lived experience as well. And everything that you just shared there. Yeah. Matches that. Um I think that we also at Laundry Lowdown, you know, we we kind of like review so many different things and sometimes we'll do things that are on the budget and, you know, there's not necessarily, I don't know, hopefully more ethics, obviously as time goes, can come into it. But we kind of cover the whole range so it's really accessible for everyone. Um, But we... Over the last few years, because I've done a few, as I said, I don't know how many I've done now, but a few years for Laundry Laydown, I've really seen how we've been really guided towards who's sustainable and who's like not using as much unnecessary plastic. Um, so it's something that we're also, you know, very, very much matched with you on. Um, so, yeah, and um, it doesn't sit easy with us either about things like how how things are made. Like you said about watching that documentary, I think that there's, you know, a lot of, just not knowing I think people just don't really know how things are made so I think perhaps tell me a bit more about your kind of client base but imagine that they are people who really care and want to know about how you make your lingerie and how it's different and how it is ethical
2: yeah I think they I think they definitely do care it's you know you've got that kind of checklist that you look for in clothing and I I'm the same you know I I I go into the brand more than just like, oh, is it, does it look good? I, I can't even walk into a high street store anymore because there's always that background noise of, okay, who's made it, you know, who's been impacted by, you know, ev- even simple things like the fabric being dyed and where that dye has gone. And I think if, if once you start to know about these things, that's when it becomes, you know, part of you and you can't, you can't turn away. I think the problem is there's not a lot of education in, in terms of where anything's made. I mean, I've spoken to people before and I've said, oh, I'm not like completely sustainable. And then someone turned around to me and said, well, I don't know where my mobile comes from or my laptop or mm-hmm. anything. And mm-hmm. so it's really difficult to be, to be ethical and sustainable. I think you know there's just little things that you can do to steer you in the right direction and one of the things for me is I would rather save up and invest in something that is made ethically or sustainably um than just buy lots of little things that you know I'm not really sure where they come from
1: yeah and something that lasts as well yeah You've got on the website one of the pages that I also really liked was the um, fabrics and manufacturing page, and it was I think it's called the the like ethics page, sustainability Mm -hmm. and ethics. Yeah. Um, And you've yeah you've given complete examples about how you make the lingerie and how it kind of matches up with that. Um, So when you buy it, you feel not only that lovely like boosting confidence and excitement about seeing something that's beautiful that's going to come through your door, but also For me personally, there's that lovely feeling of like I've also purchased into something that I I ethically agree with. Um, Mm -hmm. And it matches, like you say, your brand and uh, identity about the kind of like caring for the planet. So in the fabrics bit, there was information about the embroidery, bamboo silk. So you tell us more about that lace and um, the cotton jersey. So, yeah, tell us a bit more about kind of those materials and and why they're so important to Posy and what you do with them.
2: Yeah so I think one of the most important things is to be completely transparent and the embroidery is not sustainable it's it's synthetic I've tried to use other sustainable fabrics but my customers love the embroidery
1: yeah it's and,
2: stunning. and that's and that's what I design so that's the part where I feel more like an artist mm-hmm. you know that's where I get to be creative um I am looking towards having a recycled one in the future but the problem is when you're a small brand and you want these sustainable fabrics they want you to order hundreds of yeah. thousands of meters mm-hmm. and obviously I don't need that much that would be unsustainable in itself so of course yeah everything is always weighing up what you should do and I I think the thing is you can't be perfect and to not feel guilty about the fact that you can't be perfect.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. We can Um, only do
1: what we can. It is about, like you said, it's about getting balance, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I think it's a, it's a journey. So, you know, each collection I'll try and add Mm. something else or swap something for something else. Mm. Um, the cotton Jersey has always been organic. So anything that is kind of easy for me to access, then that that's the option I'll use. Um, when it came to silk, I don't know if many people know how silk is made, um, but it is basically boiling silkworms alive. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like thousands of them and it only makes a really small amount of silk.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm I, a little bit aware because I try to um, be pretty much as vegan as much as possible, like you say, about the balance. I'm quite mm-hmm. pragmatic around that, but yes, I... I don't know enough about it so yeah tell us tell us more but I, I was I didn't you just think silk silk like sometimes it's like you say you just don't know and you don't question it so I just thought it was just like cotton you know so yeah yeah it's yeah. more about the difference and the, the reasons why you use bamboo
2: yeah so well I'm vegan so obviously I can't um, wear any materials that come from animals um so yeah, I knew that my my customers love silk, but I and I often find that I am really drawn to designers' pieces, but I can't buy them because they're made with silk, and I I don't think there's anyone in the luxury lingerie market that is using an alternative. Um, I know there's other things like pea silk, but again, that still uses farming of the silkworms, wow. um, and there's kind of debate whether that's good or bad so bamboo is um like really regenerative it's the the kind of plant that grows the quickest um and it's also really beneficial to like wear. like wearing bamboo is really absorbent and stuff so it just seemed natural that I would kind of use bamboo silk rather than conventional silk
1: I've heard that bamboo is quite good for our body. Yeah, and there's Mm -hmm. a few different other um, brands that we've reviewed that use bamboo. Um, Yeah, and also I think I've got some active wear that's bamboo-based as well. I think it's becoming more, yeah, on the kind of scene, isn't it? People know more about it. But I never um, associated it with luxury. So I'd never, I've just thought of it as more like, like I said, it was more the active wear and the leggings that I used to have. So it's really interesting how it's kind of been incorporated into the products that you create um so yeah and tell us a bit more about the lace as well is that kind of getting off cuts or kind of yes. get some bobs
2: yeah so um the laces that i've used previously are dead stock so they're just left over from the industry um okay again it's really fine uh, really hard to find natural laces made of from course. natural fibers so Dead stock kind of seems the next best yeah, thing you know, well it's already there
1: active. yeah exactly. yeah exactly. that's the thing it's already you know it's like if somebody transitions into um veganism and like where do they kind of draw the line of things that they already own because it's it's how comfortable they feel with it isn't it as well but mm-hmm. but into to respect it, it's already been done it's already been created so just tossing it out isn't the most ethical thing so i think like like you say, reusing the the lace that you've got, um, kind of that dead stock, is a really good way to make a step forward. And and this is creating then a lingerie piece, like you said, where you're hoping that this lasts for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, quite a justifiable way, way of using it. Um, I was curious about the lace though. When you get the dead stock, do you like bleach it out and then reuse it, or do you match it up to like? How does that work?
2: I I only ever used uh white or black okay okay. I didn't have to I didn't have to change the color of it see. Um, you could dye it but yeah I just
0: I just had the normal colors I guess yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: enjoying the conversations today well we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 6,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast.
1: And then um, in the manufacturing process, you're using like really, really small runs. Um, So I guess that you're just trying not to kind of, well, yeah, you're probably a small business, aren't you? So you probably need to do like little runs and then as your business grows, it can get bigger, but you don't want to create extra waste. And then also the packaging, I mean, it's a podcast so they won't be able to see but I've got it in my hands Um, (laughs) and I've got like the little brown box that came through the door and um yeah you've got like the little paper and it can all be recycled and it was very pretty but it was very minimalist so tell us a bit more about yeah the manufacturing and packaging and of posy stuff
2: yeah so the manufacturing is all in the UK um I still manufacture a lot of the stuff myself um but I'm slowly kind of transitioning to having more things made elsewhere as the business grows. Um, but it was, yeah, really important to me that I I wanted to have everything made in the UK. I don't know how that will be as the business grows, because obviously there's not many factories left in the UK. No. But my kind of like a dream is to have my own factory one day <laughs> and, and so that I can have the manufacturing of my own brand but also other people's brands that want to also go down the more ethical route
1: yeah
2: oh, um, wow because there's not many options left in the UK and after Brexit and stuff like yeah. it, the industry here is needed again I think yeah. yeah we need to bring the industry back um in terms of the packaging yeah I I just knew that I didn't want it to be you know it had to fit my morals there's always that kind of thing of like what is luxury yeah. this like toss-up of like luxury and being sustainable is quite like a
1: a difficult thing to totally totally agree that. um because like I said it's quite minimalist I think that if you get it right and it goes down that route then that's okay but I do as like so a lingerie lowdown we're completely impartial we're not paid by anybody we're not paid by a brand We're we are able to give such an honest opinion because it just comes to us sometimes i don't really know what i'm going to see um i get yeah. an idea in the email but i actually don't like to research it until i, I like the surprise i like to look peek in the back. um but yeah like when we're getting something that's luxury it is sometimes those initial first impressions and sometimes i do have that expectation that if it's not zhuzhed up a bit and it is a bit bland, I think to myself, because I'm trying to be as impartial as possible, I do think, well, would I would I be able to say to the the people watching my reviews like I was wowed and actually with luxury I want to be wowed mm. um, and if it's not kind of dressed up a certain way then my expectations which sometimes is actually not sustainable so it's like we kind of evaluating in my mind what I'm thinking there um yeah I can get into a little bit of a muddle I think that what you do is nice because it's it it's all about being quite natural. You know, the brand that you've got is all about like, yeah, there's this ethics and the sustainability. Um, I think also the way that you design and we'll talk more about that. Cause I really want to hear about your, where your inspiration comes from. But a lot of it is like very, very natural quite botanical the this set that I've got in my hand is like the, this gorgeous like daisy one so I think that when it's got a natural theme to it as well having something like this this very cute but very simple like um box and then the paper I think it actually does look classy um but yeah I totally agree it is kind of where we're at a time where we're kind of we've been given so much so much information sometimes that it we can view things that are more simplistic as like, oh, is this luxury? Is it enough?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like something that, yeah, I've struggled with, like, oh, does it, does it meet people's standards? Mm -hmm. But then to go against it and maybe, you know, usually you would have a box that's maybe made out of like a shiny card. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah, glittery and, and or potentially, or yeah, f- just extra stuff that's going to go straight to landfill.
2: Ribbon, yeah, like all that kind of stuff. And then I have to think, well, that actually doesn't align with my personality for yep. a start or yeah. the brand. Yeah. So it's always, always a bit of a, I don't know, struggle. I guess.
1: I always think to any listeners. <laughs> Um, just, you do know what, get me some lingerie that's nice and ethical, because I really like that. And just throw <laughs> in a box of chocolates for me on top. <laughs> and then I'll eat them. That's sustainable. <laughs> if you want, that's fine. Or, you know, just has a little bunch of flowers in there. Or a little yep. farm pot. There's other ways to dress something up if you think out of the box. (laughs) I like it. Oh yeah, I know. There we go. That's my top tip for today. But yeah, (laughs) I think it's just if I know about the brand as well and if it's been a considered gift and then I kind of find out that, oh, okay, this brand's all about being vegan and the reason why they use this and they're coming away from this type of silk, that yeah, that means a lot more to me actually than something that's got like some big old fancy ribbon on, you know. So it's about about knowing more about what's going on with the product isn't it and then but you know we're humans and we get drawn to like like flashy things so I think it's just re-educating and we're going through a time where we're reassessing stuff like I say we get so much information fed to us so much compare and despair on social media like you know it's a it's a funny time to be alive so it's hard to get the balance sometimes with our expectations and everything so tell me more then about the design process because as I say, in my hands I've got this the gorgeous Meadow Bound set, and it's got all these beautiful um white daisies and little yellow flowers, and it's this like gorgeous, like deep green colour, um, with gold um sort of like the fastenings. The gold bits are lovely as well. I love the fact that on the back of the bra, and I think the suspender belt, you've got like the posy yeah I wonder if that your like your signature because it's your name is it just how you write your name on the back
2: there? it's not no I I was kind of looking for ages for what my logo was going to be and it was usually a luxury brand is very clinical and mm. very like clean isn't it yeah it can be, I was like yeah. that doesn't feel like me and I I was typing my name out in all these different fonts and I was like it doesn't look right it just does it something doesn't feel right about it and then I kind of just looked at all these different handwriting ones and I kind of just drew one and I went yeah that feels like me
1: (laughs) yeah that's why I wondered if it was because it looks very again it's very intimate it's very personal which is which is what's so lovely about the brand but yeah I love all of these little gold bits they're really cute so tell me about how you kind of start off with designing like do you see things that inspire you when you're out and about on walks like obviously these are like flowers that I just described Do you see things like that and then take a little snapshot or a sketch or are you inspired by certain artists because I also work in art outside of my lingerie Lausanne role so like there's certain artists like Mooker, for example that I love and you know loads of like natural um, plants and things like that in his work so yeah tell me how you're inspired tell me how you go from your first thoughts to creating something like this
2: yeah so as you know i live in a van (laughs) so i'm always out and about like if i'm not doing business i'm out walking usually um and i'm always just looking at things like oh what would that look like as an embroidery um and then yeah i just get back to the studio i usually i love spending my sundays as my like creative day Hmm. um and i always start off with a color palette and then yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like scribble stuff down in biro. Like it's really like loose. It's nothing. It just kind of like comes to me in a way. (laughs) I just scribble it down. Um, And then, yeah, I just transfer it onto the computer and play around with it. Some of them are easy. I I can draw it and like a few days I've got the design. The meadow bound one, that was one of my hardest ones because... It's all about like the composition for me. (laughs) Mm, And where do you place like those flowers
1: on the body, I suppose, as well to bring out the best of our bodies and to make it really suit the
2: physique? Yeah, exactly. And it's definitely the drawing it is the easy bit, but it's the composition. I was trying to explain it to my boyfriend the other day because I was like, I'm designing a new one at the moment. I was like, I cannot get the composition right. And he's like, oh, let me have a go. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks like you've just plonked it on a page. (laughs) And um, I was just trying to describe it and he's like, describe what you want. And I was like, everything has to flow and like <laughs> interlock mm. and it has to look natural. It can't just look like really like blocky. And he just couldn't, that. he couldn't really understand it. I'm very, I'm very like a perfectionist when it comes to the designing. But I guess, you know, that's my favourite bit. And that's why I wanted the brand. So I could actually design whatever I want.
1: And that's what makes it different. And that's why it becomes like a luxury item, because it is so considered. Mm. You know, it's like a painting. You know, Painters wouldn't just throw on anything <laughs> anywhere, would they? Like, <laughs> think about where it's going to go, because it's not just about getting up close to it and holding it in your hand. It's also seeing it, you know, from a distance, because... Yeah, we wear this lingerie for ourselves, like, but also often we want to feel really good when we're with our partners or when we're doing on a special event or or when I'm on a photo shoot, for example. I I did a photo shoot in this lingerie, so it's also about how it looks, you know, from a distance or how you look in the mirror, and you can yeah. check yourself out. So <laughs> it's <laughs> nice to see it as a whole. Um, can you tell us a bit about this new one, or is it under wraps?
2: Is it secret? Ooh. <laughs> well let's just say it's got a sea life theme for the new one
1: really oh my god yeah oh yeah
2: it's uh it's frustrating me at the moment because I'm like I've got all the elements and I'm just I'm just trying to piece it all together but I've had it in my head for years like I've had the mood board for it for years and It's kind of like in my head but i'm struggling to get it out onto
1: the screen (laughs) yeah you'll know when you yeah when you get stuff you'll it'll click won't it and you'll feel like it's in flow so we had like the um, the daisy sort of set that I've discussed. There's also hydrangea. Like, is it mainly floral? There's oh, there's the poppy one as well. I think another presenter is going to be reviewing that one for, from yeah. my memory. I think somebody else might be doing that one. Um, but yeah, lots of florals. Um, any other kind of patterns that you do? Or
2: yes. Yeah, so the first collection was all moth themed. <laughs> which... Moths. Oh wow. <laughs> um which people thought were butterflies, which is fine. But, um, yeah, I was watching um, a David Attenborough documentary and there was all these, like, butterflies and moths on it. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll just do a collection on that.
1: <laughs> oh, I think that's so cool. I love the fact that it's moths rather than butterflies as well. It's got more of, like, a William Morrissey
2: vibe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely Um, try and do, like, quirky things. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like, the floral... I always try and add something a bit strange if I'm if I'm doing if I'm doing something that's kind of like overdone obviously florals the most um you know used mm-hmm, theme mm-hmm. um so the poppy one has little ladybirds in
0: um
2: oh. and the hydrangea that has little bees in it
1: yeah yes I'm so- just looking at the moment I can see oh yeah Oh, I do like the fact that it includes like those little little critters in. It's cute, and like you're saying about it being like for um. Oh, do you know what? I always try and avoid saying the word long long. Just if I overthink it, I can't say it. <laughs> but the one where where it's the similar to long, and it means that it hangs around a while. Longevity. <laughs> that's it. If we could just cut you saying that word into my sentence, that would be great. But um, my point was is that yeah it 's not about like catching with the particular trend, is it for you it 's about um what are you truly inspired by and what would make like a great piece and that that doesn 't matter what season we 're in or what fashion trend is going on and the world, the natural world is always hopefully always there and it 's always going to inspire us and I think that yeah, those are really good choices and and really interesting, like I said like the the moth one sounds super cool i 'd love to have seen that i didn 't catch it when I was looking around, like maybe it 's kind of maybe it's not so available because I did look back in your blog as well. Um, yeah. So tell me more about, about the blog. Oh God, the blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting for a brand to have one and, and um, it's, it's extra work, isn't it? To keep it up and what do you say? And yeah, it's yeah. another way to communicate to people.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I've kind of like not really done much blogging because as the business has grown and I've had to do more things, you know at the start it was quite easy to, for me to write the blogs but now I'm now I'm doing everything and it's got bigger it's quite difficult mm. um but I think there there was a series that I did called the self-love series
1: yes and, yes and interviews. That
2: was, yeah interviews with women and asking them about how lingerie makes them feel and what their rituals are for when they want to kind of feel good about themselves um And that's, that was something that, yeah, people really loved. And I think they still do love it. And I think I want to bring that back at some point. Um, And that's definitely like another element of my brand that at the beginning, I, I don't know, I'm because I'm more of like the creative and I'm more technical. That's what I love lingerie for. Like, it's not necessarily about it wasn't anyway about how I felt in it it was more that I just loved it Mm -hmm, like as mm -hmm. as artwork yeah yeah (laughs) um but now like speaking to my customers and finding out how they feel that's been really inspiring to me to see what a difference lingerie actually makes in people's lives yeah like how it can completely transform your day you could you know have an interview or whatever and you have this laundry on no one knows yeah. that you're wearing everyone it. needs
1: to know yeah but you know and you feel yeah. good yeah. yeah yeah well pretty much all of my review styling is about how I feel it's I'm very much led by that um by feelings and intuition and it's how I generally work and in, in my other roles as well um I'm very yeah psychological about these things um and my reviews are always about, yeah, how does it make me feel in myself? How does it make me feel confident? And I end up then giving scores to things that, you know, are not necessarily super juicy, but just make me feel really nice. And, yeah, again, that's one of the beauties about what we do at Laundry Lowdown because it's just not – it's just how we are as presenters, like what we truly think about something because we're not guided in any way. So, yeah, the the way I feel is – so important to me about lingerie and if I'm wearing something and it's not making me feel comfortable and it's perhaps it's about the way it's designed and it's like maybe not working so well with my figure that does knock me and if there's something that just fits me great um and yeah it just feels really nice and tactile the materials feel good then I'm going to score it really you know I'm going to rate it really well Mm. yeah Okay, Posey, so we have covered so much so far, but we could actually cover two podcasts. So this will be at the end of part one, and then we will come back again and we will cover some more about your brand and about all things to do with lingerie in part two. Now, everyone who is listening, if you would like to see a review, I have been reviewing the Meadow Bound set. So at Lingerie Lowdown, we purchased that set and it was then sent to me and I was able to review <laughs> it in all of its glory and let you know my completely honest thoughts about it. So if you want to check that out, that has been released today in line with this podcast and you could watch it on our Lingerie Lowdown website. Posey, thank you so, so much for your time, for the lovely chat. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates, from lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage. And we even review sex toys, all in the best possible taste, of course. With over 6,000 published reviews online, we are the number one review site and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.